Hey everybody, what's going on? How are you? It's Chris Zar, and welcome to the Chris Zar podcast for Monday, March seventh, twenty twenty two. And I'm just checking in on you. Some of you all out there about to be going yabba dabba do with these gas prices, huh? <laughs> yeah, be driving your car by foot at this rate, and. uh I am caught at a crossroads between not panicking and becoming incredibly angry, and I'm not really sure which one is better. On the one hand, I can't control any of it directly. I can research into it. I can make a really good case for why something should be different, but I'm not the entity which puts the price on the product. So, my fellow peasants, (laughs) uh, I ask you, what do we do? Huh? (laughs) Oh, man. My fellow millennials, I ask you, what do we do? Because... Masturbation and video games can really only take us so far. (laughs) There's really only so much uh, weed you can smoke before this whole thing ain't funny anymore. And I know what some of you are planning to do. You're planning on just going all in on the metaverse. And I might be following you soon. (laughs) Because this world is getting crazy. Or maybe it just feels that way. And maybe it feels that way for me because I'm no longer at my apartment in downtown San Diego. But I'm on a bit of a layover here. Staying with one of my relatives out in East County, which hilariously enough makes my commute for work uh, very long, (laughs) and it couldn't have come at a better time, hey? And while I'm here, uh, you know what's playing in the background currently is the old Fox News channel. (laughs) Yes, sir. The the old reliable, that source, just, just giving you the facts, you know? No hype, no ramp up, no panic, nothing that is triggering your nervous system into a stressful state whatsoever, and then moving to a commercial, which will sell you antidepressants and blood pressure medication (laughs) yes sir ain't that a funny fucking shtick by the way (laughs) I was like you know what would really pair well for our audience let's get these folks riled the fuck up and do it on a consistent basis and then when they 
inevitably go to the doctor they know which prescriptions to ask for. It's almost like the whole thing is working together. Or it's just one happy accident. In either case, it's still out of my control. And in either case, I'm not being that funny in these first five minutes, am I? <laughs> no, and I'm sorry about that, fellas. I'm sorry about that, fellas. I'm sorry about that, everybody. I was combining the word fellas and everybody there at the end, and I just kind of make a fa 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 sound. How about we try something a little uplifting here? On an uplifting note, Major League Baseball has almost come to a deal. No, that's a depressing news story, too. <laughs> um, on an uplifting note, Russia has... Oh, no, that's a depressing story, too. Is there any story out there <laughs> that is heartwarming, <laughs> uplifting at all? No? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm just going to not try to be funny on this podcast. How's that? I'm just going to be real with you. Just show you how I feel. Show up exactly as I am. Not uh, not bringing the zoffs or too much of it. Just sitting with you fireside as you dwindle in traffic. Nervously looking at your gas tank. <laughs> Wondering how much you can not tap the gas pedal before you get home. And soothe you with some uh, vocal jazz. <laughs> yeah, that's my voice, right? It's like the the vibration of my voice is something that will relax a person occasionally in the Meditation setting will be a, a valuable sedative. But it's sort of funny that instead of talking about grounding the self and relaxing the self, I'm talking about a, a global crisis. In the same tone, in the same pitch. I don't know, maybe I should get upset or wild. Like a... Uh, my other fellow comedians out there. But that's just not my style. You know what is my style? Is clowning on girls who insist that your personality traits are based on your horoscope. Like, oh, that's such a Taurus thing to do. There's no way I could date a Scorpio. <laughs> Libras are the best. Yes. <laughs> yeah, let me pass this red nose over to you. I got a wig for you in the back. You can put on your own makeup. <laughs> and we'll give you a clown name like Bonnie Von Mortensen. <laughs> Why the clown has to be German? Well, that was one of the policies at the end of World War II. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the other day, you know who does brunch harder than anybody else? 
the gaze. Nobody, nobody goes harder on brunch than the gaze. And when I say the gaze, <laughs> I don't mean that in a derogatory way. And I also am not including the other alphabets over there that they're in an alliance with. I mean, specifically, homosexual men. <laughs> Lesbians, you can stay out of this. Non-binaries, you can stay out of this. Bisexuals, you can stay out of this. You don't get to ride the coattails of the gays on this one. The gays go harder than anybody else when it comes to brunch. At least that's just according to, to my own observation. <laughs> and when I say brunch, by the way, I'm talking like the music which you will hear from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on a Sunday is the same lane of music that you would hear from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. on Saturday night. <laughs> and yes... It's over eggs, avocado toast, and orange juice with, of course, booze. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the gays, by the way, <laughs> which I might even be canceled for referring to them as such, but fuck it. Not like the world's going to last anyway. The gays, by the way, they're not soft when it comes to the the breakfast, brunch, mimosa drinking campaign. No, sir, re. I'm pretty sure that if you put a team of gay men from, we'll call it like it is right now, San Diego, up against your best of the best, of the great drinking state of Wisconsin. And if you gave the home field advantage to the gays, the home field advantage being it's got to be Sunday, it's got to be brunch, and it's got to have a drinking lineup that you're going to find at a brunch campaign. So no shitty beer because the gays will not drink Shitty beer, they're classier folks than that. <laughs> and also, no plastic liquor. Because I think that's the other way that the Wisconsinites will get you. You see, because the people of Wisconsin, they're, they're hardwired for the, the blue-collar drinking approach. All about that volume. Okay, the gays, they have class and they have a figure to watch. Show, show, you see what I'm saying here? Shay boy, shay. If you gave just a little bit of home field advantage to the gays and said, hey, classy liquor only. And at the minimum, at the minimum, mid-tier beers. I'm talking like, Lowest level PBR. Okay. <laughs> Nothing that you would play beer pong with. Savvy? If you did that, I think you got yourselves a ball game. 
<sighs> I hope that becomes like a plot line in a movie soon. Remember those times? Like those spoofs that you would see in the mid to late 2000s? Beer fest, Euro trip, road trip, your mom's a trip. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but that, that class of like American pie type of thing. Whatever happened to those good golden comedies? <laughs> There's not even any rom-coms anymore. What the fuck happened to those? It's because they can't sell them overseas, Chris. We need action movies. That's what Hollywood wants. That's what sells in the overseas market. Well, what about us? What about us? Maybe that's just a marketplace that Netflix has to take over. And your other streaming platforms. Hollywood is reserved for blockbuster films only. And when I say blockbuster, you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about action, folks. We're talking about people who you've seen before playing in that role that you've seen them in before. <laughs> and blowing up with CGI, visual effects, and incredible fight sequences. Along with, of course, little dialogue and snippets, which are minute jabs at themes such as white fragility <laughs> and the patriarchy and how courageous and strong women can be. <laughs> right? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, obviously, I'm in a great mood today, folks. <laughs> obviously, I'm feeling very optimistic. Yeah, because... It would be hard, I think, and maybe this is the reason why we're not seeing new rom-coms and new buddy comedies, is because you can't, like, reboot the old ones without seeming corny, okay? Like, you can't do Cheech and Chong 6 <laughs> featuring Cheech and Chong's long-lost grandsons being accidental friends and then accidentally meeting their grandfathers accidentally at a weed shop in LA. <laughs> or maybe you could. Maybe you could. And maybe you could talk about the hijinks that would happen along the way. But, like, who would you even... Who would you cast for that? I mean, I'm looking at you, Euphoria. <laughs> Give me your best male actors. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Actually, wait. No, 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 no. There's somebody that you could cast, right, from there. Who's the dude that um that was in on the the intervention of Rue? Right, yeah, you, you could cast that guy for sure. Maybe, if he's funny. I don't know. Maybe he only wants to do drama. Also, I don't even know if he's a he. <laughs> and maybe you could cast somebody else like somebody from the the streaming world somebody that's like a tiktok star put him up on 
Hulu's original. Cheech and Chong go to the zoo. <laughs> I remember, remember how movies used to be like that, where they would just give you like, like the title would be a person goes to a location. <laughs> yeah, they, they brought, they really rang that one dry. Used up that one the best that they could <laughs> during that era. Ernie goes to summer camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They probably used that one up until they realized that porn was doing the same thing. <laughs> and they were like, we can't have our film titles and porn film titles sound exactly the same. So, you know what we're going to do? Said the film industry. We're going to have a top 30 list. And about 20 to 30% of them are going to go by the first name of Chris. (laughs) And let's see which Chris will fit which comic book character. And we'll just wing it from there. How's that sound? Good? We don't even have to make the story ourselves. We'll just look at these comic books, follow the narration, use some plot devices and some rad CGI, and bada bing, bada boom. We making millies, baby. We making billies, baby. Because that's what the film industry is for. It's not to give the people something to feel. No. No, it's not supposed to be a a sign or commentary of the times. No. It's supposed to make money. And that's what's on everybody's mind, I guess, right? I know that's what's on my mind. Me being a a 20-year-old, not 20, in my 20s, year old millennial, one of the last one of the last of the kind out there. <laughs> Yes, sir. I feel like the people who are of my generation, the the early 90s generation, have a very important responsibility. Like our responsibility, where like we're supposed to be those folks that are supposed to remember what life was like before cell phones and the internet took over and try to find a way to integrate that type of freedom (laughs) and goodwill that could be experienced during those times with, uh, with the modern agenda. Like, I think that's why we got to bring the words retarded and gay back (laughs) just to inspire some, some free flowing nostalgia in a good way, by the way, you know, Like, actually, I don't even know if I can save that one. (laughs) Yeah. Just hear me out on this, all right? When I was six years old, seven years old, I didn't know that uh, when I said, dude, those shoes are gay. (laughs) 
I didn't know that gay was a word for what it means for a man to be into men. It was just a fun thing to say. Like the sound that you make with the mouth was a fun sound to make. Get a little bit older and you hear people making the sound like, gay. <laughs> like, come on, let me make the noise. <laughs> or I could replace it with a different consonant at the beginning, I guess. Use something like, <laughs> day. I don't know. I feel like that g is pretty important on there. What if I just said it's gay with an E in it? Not with the A, not your gay, K. That's what it sounds like anyway, right? When you say it like that, huh, gay. <laughs> it's like, A, and that is clearly said with an E, right? Right. And as for retarded, <laughs> what about retarded, Chris? Yeah, I feel like if we stopped insisting that retarded is a slur, <laughs> life could change. Like, we could actually start calling things. Like, I don't know anybody <laughs> just because of how much time has changed. I don't know if anybody actually attributes the word retarded to somebody that's academically challenged or somebody that's working with uh, a mental impairment. Like, legitimately, I think if somebody sees somebody like that, they're like, oh, not, hey, this person's retarded. Like, oh, you have a learning disability because that's how much we've matured. And as a reward to show just how much we've matured, we should be able to get the privilege of using the word retarded again. Yeah? Who's up for that? Here, here. <laughs> like, ugh. And government's raising the taxes again. Fucking retarded. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Boone gave us more homework again. <sighs> so retarded. <laughs> yeah. Can we do that again? If we do that, maybe, maybe we'll get more smash hits out there. Ones that we saw in the mid to late 2000s, like your favorite frat house or <laughs> what's that? What's that movie with Ryan Reynolds? Not, um, not the one where he's playing the college dude who's been in there for too long. Uh, but the other one where he's like a, a server at a restaurant waiting, waiting, yeah, dude, those movies with, like, Justin Long <laughs> were epic. You knew you had a guy that you could relate to who had a shot in life but just wasn't getting the breaks that he needed. <laughs> and it's always, by the way, it's always about a girl. And ain't that some shit. Like, even when the movie, like, whose protagonist is a guy, it's about a girl. And ain't that some shit? Somehow, some way, every story 
has to be like look at Cleopatra. Wars. Wars were fought because of that woman. Look at World War II. Wars were fought. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I wish I had a good example for that. <laughs> yeah. That's, before the internet, like, I see if you can follow me on this analogy here, but like, you can imagine a time where in like 1991, some dude was chatting it up with another guy at the bar and be like, yeah, man, like World War II had everything to do with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and they would be convinced because otherwise they wouldn't be able to find out if that was right or wrong without looking into an encyclopedia. <laughs> like you, you, you for real had to go to a fucking library. <laughs> you didn't have the the University of Google in your pocket to fact check whether or not Cousin Ricky <laughs> was on the real about a nonsense such as that. But now we do. Now, now we do have that. And that's why when... I listen back on these podcasts every once in a while. And when I hear just by the logistic of language, a misstep that is taken, I think to myself, Zar, why are you such a retard? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't I have no idea. I have no. Here's a story for you, which I think you'll enjoy. One time, I was at a restaurant, a fine dining restaurant at that, and my buddy, he was serving us up, real funny dude, real classy dude, a uh, black guy that I met here in San Diego, but he's working up in LA now, and when I was visiting this restaurant up there, I ordered a glass of white wine. I whispered and leaned into him, hey man, I know this is kind of ratchet, but can I get that white wine served with some ice in it? I like my white wine with ice. And he said, yeah, 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 I got you. And he brings the wine out, serves it proper, right? Wine glass looking real nice. You can hold this baby up to the light. It looks golden. Woo. Some wonderful New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. And, it's, and it didn't come with ice in it. He came out with a plastic cup. And the plastic cup had ice in it. And Bozo McGee over here, because he took maybe a, a hit too hard of the wax pen in the car, <laughs> decided to do this thing that he's done whenever he's bartended at music festivals, which is take the alcohol from one cup, Pour it into the ice that has the other cup. And then the cup with the ice and the alcohol in it, pour it back into the opposite cup. Because if you do that, logic says, the whole drink's going to be cold. <laughs> and that's not even the funny part. <laughs> the funny part was the... 
eyes of insult that my buddy, the waiter, shot at me saying, oh, I know you from the ghetto now. (laughs) And he said that out loud to me. (laughs) And I asked him, why is that? And he said, because ain't nobody here going to pour that wine into a plastic cup, my guy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I was very sheepish and very embarrassed that I just revealed myself as a member of the common class in this fine dining establishment in L.A. (laughs) And as I was sheepishly looking down at the table, right, chin to chest, low eyes, Eric was walking away and I was talking to myself and I said out loud to myself, you fucking ape. <laughs> and then there was one beat. There was a second beat. And there was a third beat when I panicked and I thought to myself, I wonder if my black friend, the waiter, thought even just in passing, if I was talking to him. <laughs> uh, 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 no. 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 So. Did I get up and go after him? The answer is yes. Yes, I did. (laughs) I panicked there for a full minute and I thought to myself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find him as soon as possible. I'm not even going to wait for him to come back to the table. I need to find him immediately and ask him if he heard what I said. (laughs) So I did. I got up from the table. And it didn't take very long to find him. Found him coming around a corner from the other side of the restaurant. And I said, hey, hey, hey. Uh, as you were walking away, did, did you hear me say anything? And he said, no, 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 no. Did you need something? Genuine concern on his face. Very kind eyes. And I said to him, okay. I'm so glad because, and I want to emphasize the fact that I was talking to myself here, but as you were walking away, I looked down and I said to myself, because I was embarrassed about the wine thing, I called myself an ape and I said out loud, you fucking ape. And I wanted to make sure that you knew that I wasn't saying that to you. And he leans back, tilts his head and he goes, Dude, no, I didn't hear that. (laughs) But if I did hear you say that, (laughs) I knew you weren't being mean to me, my guy. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Go sit down. I'll be with you. Which was really cool of him to say. I don't know if that's actually how it went down, but it was really cool of him to say. And when I shared that story with my brother later, he looked at me aghast. When I got to the part where I said to my buddy, the waiter, did you hear what I said as you were walking away? And my brother said, you know what I would have said after he said no? I would have said, no, forget about it. (laughs) Never mind, my guy. I'll see you soon. (laughs) I wouldn't have brought it up at all. Why'd you even bring it up at all? And I said, because 
my life is tragic and funny like that sometimes. <laughs> and I didn't even think that that's what I, I should have done. So, hey, you know, what's worse? <laughs> Having that scene at the restaurant or being invaded by Russia? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Well, hey, this podcast ended up not being so dark, huh? Maybe made your drive home a little bit funny. Maybe. I hope it did. And um, I hope I get some rest, too, because... I got to turn this energy around if, uh, not if, when I get back to, to doing these sets. Going to be working on some material this week. I'm not going to do any performances. I got some priorities that I got to crack out here, you know, with my stuff that's remaining in storage and the stuff that's in transit and finding a new place to live and all that jazz. But uh, this time next week, this time next week, I'll be a little bit funnier for you. How's that sound? I promise you that I'll have five new jokes. Five new jokes. That'll be sure to break your funny bone. Okay? Deal's a deal. That being said, I'll be back here to check in on you again on Thursday for the next edition of the Chris R. Podcast. In the meantime, don't panic. Okay? Even if the world is going to shit, um, that doesn't mean that you should love yourself any less or love your friend any less or have any less sex, okay? (laughs) So take care of yourselves out there, and I'll be back here to check in on you again on Thursday. Hit me up on Instagram, Christopher Czar. I love you. See ya. Peace.